Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're wrapping up hour number two here on Hurt at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. I'm Ravi Lula, Andrew Rogers here with me. We are covering the National Signing Day for Nebraska, and we've had... Uh, some recruits join us over the fo- phone on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline. Uh, we will have Brian Christofferson, Andy Kendi, and Anna Bellinghausen join us on that Warhorse Sportsbook hotline all in the 9 o'clock hour. But I want to tell you about Warhorse Sportsbook because it's the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. You can do it at the casino, at the Warhorse Casino in Lincoln, or at Horseman's Park here in Omaha at 6303 Q Street. You can place bets on nearly every major sporting event. You can place straight bets, parlays, props, live in-game bets, which are my personal favorite. Or you can uh, you can also... Build your bets on the Warhorse Casino app and then go in person, scan the QR code, and place your bets either at the casino in Lincoln or in horse at Horseman's Park in Omaha. Warhorsesportsbook.warhorsecasino.com slash sportsbook or the Warhorse Casino app for a full list of details and house rules. Warhorse Sportsbook, no bets, no glory. All right, wanted to wrap up our most excited for Nebraska for uh, considering this signing period, considering Dylan Rayola, and we gave our first two. Uh, yours was hiring coach rule beating Iowa mm-hmm. last year. Mine was year two of Frost and 2010. Taylor Martinez as a redshirt freshman when he was lighting the world on fire. What is your third and final entry into this uh, most excited since? So I know everybody uh, was dating themselves back to Sue in 2009 and this is where I'm actually going to date myself okay uh but now I didn't I didn't watch it happen live but I have watched it since because I absolutely freaking love what position on the field Robbie kickers I love kickers loves kickers how about Alex Henry's 57 yard field goal against Colorado how about that kick and the celebration that ensued after the kick do you know how hard it is to kick a 57-yard field goal? Pretty hard. It's not easy. In the cold. And Alex November. Henry did it. He did. Game and winner. then Alex Henry went on to be a fourth-round pick to the Eagles. He had a good NFL career. I, I'm telling you, man, the kicker position, I absolutely love it. And look, I know Tristan Alvano had his, his freshman woes this season. A little bit, yeah. 
but he's really gonna he's he's really gonna figure it out. Like, don't be alarmed by what you saw out of Tristan Albano this year. The way he prepares, the way that he uh, that he operates in a game, he'll be unfazed going into year two. Tristan Albano is a dude, and I really believe you're going to see him turn the page into his sophomore season. I but Alex Henry is the, the third moment for me. So, you know, it's funny. The third moment for me actually goes to a play directly after that Alex Henry kick, which is Indominus Sue in 09, where people kind of forget. I'm almost positive, unless I'm conflating two games. I don't think I am. I'm almost positive after that Alex Henry kick that gave Nebraska the lead, appeared to be the game winner. Colorado had some time. They were trying to come back and take the lead again. And the coach's son, Cody Hawkins, threw an interception to Sue. Sue then ragdolled him on the way to the end zone as Cody Hawkins was trying to tackle him. In, watching Indomitian Sue in 2009 he was, awesome. he was really awesome. Was one of the more like satisfying football fan experiences of my life because, A, you could count on it. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that we, I don't think, give enough credit to, to greatness, is how much you can count on it. You can count on the consistency of they're going to perform every single time out. And Dominican Sue was that guy. You knew he was going to make the big play. You knew he was going to just throw offensive linemen back into their quarterback. You knew he was going to be that dude, and he delivered every single game. And watching him, honestly, that Texas game where he just he was the best player on the field against a team that was going to go play for a national title, against a team that had Colt McCoy on it. He was the best player on the field, and it wasn't even close. Watching Indomitian Sue in 09 was one of the more exciting times in recent history to be a Husker fan. Heath brought up um, an interesting interesting point point, about how we all kind of skip over year one with Scott Frost and when he got hired – um, I agree that when he got hired, there was a ton of hype. The reason I went with year two was because after the way year one ended and the way we saw that Adrian Martinez looked like he was going to be a like super dude, um, and he ended up having a nice career, right? But I think after that freshman year, we all expected more. The hype going into year two, I think, was even higher. I didn't want to put two Frost entries on the list, so I went with mm-hmm. the one that I thought was even greater. But it's, it's a fair point um, from Heath that the hype of, of, of Frost being hired was enormous as well. Headley says, Ravi, hear me out. What if we never lose another football game in our lifetimes? That would be pretty cool. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't, I'm not anticipating that. I'm not... Uh, I'm not going to... Am I confused or did I read that same comment yesterday? Probably. Uh, <laughs> it's been on my Twitter a couple times as well. Uh, Heath says, people forget that the having Jared Crick on that line helped Sue do his thing. It certainly did. Uh, Jared Crick was a really nice player in his own right. Ended up being, uh, I believe, a fourth-round pick to the Houston Texans. Uh, probably would have been higher, but I believe he tore his tricep. Either his tricep or his pec as a senior, and so that uh, messed up his draft stock a little bit. But Jared Crick was a, a really good player in his own right. So in a nutshell, the last 15 years, like the five best things has been Sue 09, Taylor Martinez 10, the hiring of Scott Frost, the hiring of Coach Rule, the, the, the Iowa win, and then the last week with uh, Riola. 
Well, yeah. you, you missed Alex Henry's kick, Shane. Yeah, don't. Come on, don't man. be disrespectful. So there's like the seven best things in the last 15 years. <laughs> don't be disrespectful. Uh, he was a fourth. Crick was a fourth round pick. I just checking for my own uh, edification there. But um, no, the it, but that kind of is is the point of of what I want to talk about there, Shane. Is the I've said this a couple times. I genuinely think Dylan Rayola signing with Nebraska is the biggest win of the 21st century for Easily. Nebraska. Well, I just – what did I say to you um, in the break? I'm, I'm reading on ESPN's page for uh, the, the National Signing Day's Things to Watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at you and I said, how in the world, after the season Nebraska had and where they have been as a program – Yeah, how'd they pull us off? Did they land – the person they needed most um, in the position in the position that cost them the most in 2023. Yeah. How did they do that? Like, as much as, like, we have the answer in front of us, mm-hmm. oh, Coach Rule kept the relationship, oh, uh, it helps that, you know, He's there's a, legacy, a previous connection yeah. to Nebraska. But, like, really, let's think about, like, how did that actually happen? Like, that's why it's so exciting. Because – you know the answer, yet you still question how they were able to pull it off. Yeah, it, it's and not just not just the 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 guy that they got at the position they got. Nebraska has just never gotten this guy before. Not in the recruiting era, right? You go back to Tommy Frazier; he was probably of this caliber when he was recruited. Eric Crouch was probably close, although with the offense he was coming out of, it was probably more of a system fit, but he was a Parade All-American, so he was a, a highly touted guy. But you're literally talking about the second best prospect in the country at any position, according to 24-7. This is, a, this is one of those dudes. And Nebraska has, I mean, it's been 2006 since Nebraska's gotten anybody in this neighborhood, and that's Marlon Lucky at running back. This is, this is an unprecedented get for Nebraska. And you can talk about being a developmental program, and I believe in that. You can talk about, you know, wanting to build guys up and take a couple years to, to figure things out, and I, I'm good with that as well. But at the end of the day, when you get one of these guys at the quarterback position, it allows all of that to work, right? It allows all of that to not just to go from, hey, we can – turn a bunch of these three stars into a nice eight nine win team it elevates you to oh these might be real dudes this might be a real team like being in the top 12 at some point over Dylan Rayola's career is not crazy 12 is doable like four I I get a little bit I get a little bit antsy at four Mm-hmm. 12 feels incredibly doable. Well, let, let's just take Mizzou, for example. I've talked about him a lot today, but when Brady Cook comes in, Brady Cook is what, a sophomore now, I yeah, believe? I think so. Luther Burden, true freshman, mm-hmm. okay? So you have a, a five-star wideout on the outside. Brady Cook is an in-state quarterback as well, but a pretty uh, high, highly rated recruit. And then some other nice pieces defensively Mm -hmm. um, mixed in with a pretty solid offensive line, a a good walk-on running back that really has made a name for himself this season was actually probably – he probably finished around the same uh, spot in the Heisman voting that Nadamakin Sue did when he was an impact player at Nebraska. Yeah, he finished fourth in 09. Uh, oh, oh, well, then Corey was behind that. Corey was probably seven or eight this year. So Sue was – 
was up there, but that's beside the point. Think about what Nebraska has in front of them going into next year now. Mm-hmm. Yes, they don't have that, that Luther burden on the outside. They don't have that, that uh, of that caliber. But they do have a guy that can get behind defenders in Jalen Lloyd. They do have a four-star in Malachi Coleman. They still have the potential to go to the portal and get a big name out of the portal to be a veteran presence there. Mike Schaefer wants a running back. We heard him say that yesterday. They still have the option to go to the portal and get that running back and build a team similar to Mizzou. Mizzou ended what this year? Nine. Yep. Nebraska can get there with Dylan Rayola. I'm looking at you, Evan Stewart from Texas A&M. Come on down, buddy. Let's Price is right. <laughs> we've, Price got is Brian, right. Uh, we've got Brian Christopherson, Musker 24-7, coming up next.